Welcome beautiful people to the Don't Panic podcast. This is a podcast that takes you on a journey through the eyes of the creatives here in Scotland. Join me, Lucy, as I sit down with friends, family, creatives and industry professionals to discuss the complexities of being a creative person living right here in Scotland. From childhood to adulthood, career to personal passions and current events to mental health, We'll be diving deep into the ups and downs of being a Scottish creative with plenty of laughs and inspiration along the way. So sit back, relax, learn and relate as we explore all aspects of Scottish life, one conversation at a time. Hi, Hi. Hi. Hey. I've been with you for the past four days, but I'm still. <laughs> it's sure. been one hell of a week. <laughs> I'm kidding oh, on. It's, it's actually down to everything else in my life. Um, <laughs> so great timing. Let it talk. So I'm going to give you a little introduction. I want to do a better intro than that. What do you mean? I just want to be better. Okay. Wait, when we start going, be funny, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you put on the spot? You're the comic you know, over you here. Know, you know me, I need a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> this is live, yeah, this is the story. Right, okay. One, two, three, here we go! Hey! <laughs> we're here and we're, one of us is queer. <laughs> I, the other one likes and I am yeah just I like the tech. attention <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like the attention when it suits me but as soon as the tits come out <laughs> Not for me. Yeah, I hit the exit button. <laughs> okay, Kirsty. Kirsty's wee intro. Get ready for a very exciting episode of the podcast as we dive into the world of graphic design with incredibly talented Kirsty Campbell. Kirsty brings a unique blend of cute girly graphics and humour with a gothy twist to her work as a graphic designer for a prominent Scottish footwear brand and her own personal brand, Thirsty Campbell. Love it. That sounds like me. Known for her unfiltered commentary on on trashy men on Tinder and her candid discussions about anxiety, Kirsty will also be talking about her future plans to be be on stage doing stand-up. Having lived together for three years in Galashiels, Kirsty and I have managed to maintain our long-distance relationship over the past (laughs) ten years, having spent the whole time arguing over what's better, brown sauce or curry sauce. God, you should... Like, you're a really good writer. <laughs> I, had to I think you are. Get ready, oh, to yeah. <laughs> All right. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and listen to the ramblings of two people who can talk a lot of shite with each other. Kirsty will take us on a captivating journey through her creative world. This is an episode you won't want to miss because this is finally the day Kirsty gets cancelled. Yeah, I know, I've really got to watch that, see if this was live. It would all come crashing down. Yeah, I'd be making my Insta private. Yeah. Like, that would be the first move. Oh my god, that reminds me of that girl. I know, we're not, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that right now. It's a live investigation. (laughs) But we're watching. We're watching on the side. Yeah, between that and the submarine, I'm wet for it. I love the drama. I love the drama. So the first part is where you're going to share a phrase or a personal quote that oh, is your yes. life mantra yes. that gets you through the day. Yes. I did think about this and this is probably the only thing I, I had time to think about even sure. though I've known this is happening for a wee while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did think about this one and I'm just Googling it. Not quite on the top up, of yeah. your head. Um, hold up, bear with me listeners, bear with me. <laughs> I'm literally typing in fish and tree 
into Google. If that gives you a clue, do you know what it is? No. Okay, I'm going to read you it. And then we can talk about it after. And see, I want to know your why you think I've chose this. Okay, okay. sure. Okay. I don't like the first it's bit. long one. I'm not, I don't like the first bit, so I'm going to miss that out. Okay, whatever Actually, bit. I will. Okay. <laughs> you pushed me in. <laughs> okay. It's by Einstein, which oh, is a bit like hell, I roll. Oh, yeah. And my next one's Marlon A very modern day <laughs> yeah. quote. Everybody is a genius. Okay, this is, I've started. Okay. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will f- live its whole life believing that it's stupid. What's your uh, understanding of that? I know exactly why you are that quote. Because I'm a fish. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fish. I'm a fish. And you spent a lot of your life feeling like you're stupid which isn't true but I understand from we're going to get into it a little bit but I understand a bit more why yeah from your your school and stuff yeah Mm. let's talk about your childhood so we're going to get into that yeah so Kirsty tell me what were you like as a child I probably want to think I was much cooler than I was I definitely wasn't I had a pure like I was definitely always still looked like wee tart. I kind of loved that. I had, I remember Tammy Girl? Yeah. Had all the thongs out of Tammy Girl when I was like 10. Oh my God. Um, Had honestly, this is my favourite outfit ever. I had this pink top that had whatever and glitter and then this pink tartan mini skirt that was extremely short Mm -hmm. and um, like a thong on. (laughs) I was honestly like 10. I was given Munter in a really cute outfit. You were giving child in... No, I was giving <laughs> Munter. See, when I look back at the pictures, I'm like... Aye, but nobody bro. was like a hot... No, there was hot kids in my school. <laughs> I was like, I want to look like them. They, I'm still the exact same as I was when I was nine. <laughs> Nothing's changed, yeah, nothing's changed. What is what you get? Absolutely. No. <laughs> <laughs> what you... What? Oh, don't yeah. judge a book by its cover. I'm, okay. a, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I was a prude. I'm definitely not right now. <laughs> she wishes. Yeah, I was like, don't say anything. <laughs> she fucking I fucking wish cobweb pussy. Fucking hell. Uh, what, so when did you realise that you were creative? Uh, honestly, because I wasn't good at anything else. And I'm barely so did you, good at being this. But did you draw as a kid? Yeah, or were loved, you like love drawing. My dad was good at drawing. And I guess maybe I was just like, oh, maybe I am. I've never I've never actually been good at drawing. Um, I can... I'm average. Did you do did, art at school? Yeah, did art. But I've always been someone who would put in a lot more hours than everyone else with it. Because one, I enjoy it, but to because I feel like I have to because some people it comes really naturally to mm-hmm. them and they can wing it and they're like they I produce amazing work but with me I'm like no I actually have to put in the hours like work for it yeah, yeah definitely yeah. but yeah I've, I've not been good at illustration and it always kind of hangs over me not so much any anymore now because I think to do graphic design you don't really have to be good at illustration mm-hmm. you can fucking trace things on illustrator it's absolutely fine yeah but yeah I'm over it now, but it is a skill I wish I had. I can draw cute fucking cartoons. Yeah. Just. You're <laughs> I think you are probably better than you give yourself credit for. And I never practice. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that a uh, if you can draw and that's it and it's you no know, people like what we were saying the other day, 
people have to work at these things yeah. to become good. Yeah, so you said you wanted to do it because you didn't feel like you could do anything else, really. Yeah. Like, when did but that... But I still, I still really liked yeah. it. It wasn't like, I guess I'll do this. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. But yeah, terrible in school. Oh, God, I can't wait to tell this story. For, For the girl. whole stupid thing. Yes. I've always felt like I'm dim. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. I think I genuinely was. Okay. And you know how I you remain. have the red group, the green group, the mm-hmm. blue group in school? Mm-hmm. I had my own group. <laughs> I wasn't... I didn't even make the blue group. I was like... That's like so, so we would uh, I don't know I can't remember how it worked but we would all like throughout the day in primary school have like your classes mm-hmm. like you would be like right now we're going to do English I didn't really clock on to that I thought it was all random um, but when English would happen they'd be like a trap in the door Miss Father Fergus or Miss Reed would come through is Kirsty going <laughs> so that we can teach her fucking sign language or something she can't fucking read like honestly she's fucked but yeah so I would be honestly through in another room just being like I can't fucking read and um, I would go to dyslexic institutes um, every Monday for three years it was brutal and yet I would just always feel like I was dumb because I think I was what something you said yeah something that you said to me um, a few weeks ago which I was astounded by. But you went to a private school. Went to a private school, and, and I know people want me shot for that, but and I didn't want to go either. <laughs> um, but like, I didn't, I didn't want know to much about walk the world. about in that kilt. Yeah. Do you actually think? <laughs> I, li- little miss, short tart and skirt for six years before, wanted to be cutting about in a skirt that was down to her knees. Do you think I wanted that? Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, I feel like pure, I don't know, like, I didn't want to go either. <laughs> you know? It's fine, it's fine. Like, it's yeah. just everyone has different experiences and from that come different outcomes. Yeah. And you, there was probably lots of benefits to it. Yeah. Like you said, you got one-on-one like, yeah, teaching. One-on-one. Yeah, you got Things attention that you needed. I think if I went to like a much bigger school, I would have probably have really bombed. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you said is that it was way more focused on academic. Yeah, like science. Yeah. Um, yeah, just all, all this stuff that's very like book smart. Yeah, so like English, maths, yeah, science, all, all the classics. History. Yeah. yeah, but not focused really on any kind of creative element. No, so just you didn't art, have drama. Just art, no drama. No home ec, no woodwork, nothing that like that. That is absolutely mental and to me. And I feel like even if I, say I went back to school, which I always like daydream and I'm like, I go in there and I fucking smash my hires. <laughs> <laughs> everyone applauds. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'm like, even if I could go back, I would do those subjects because I just think I, I would be better at them and I'm more interested. And yeah, I feel like you were robbed from that. Yeah, because just, I always thought, I'm stupid, This there's no... Yeah. I'm just dumb. The fact I went to Portobello High School, which I used to be a bit of a shithole, mm-hmm. and we had these classes and your parents were paying yeah. for school and you didn't have these classes just it, it blows yeah, my mind but if you like you said if you don't know any yeah different. I was also what 50 yeah no you of know course. what I mean yeah so we obviously met at Harriet Watt University yes. we did textiles which is not what you do now no, <laughs> not what I God. do now either embarrassing um, <laughs> course but so we're not going to talk too much about oh I want to oh you want to 
I was going to focus more on graphic design, but if you wanted... Just a wee okay. snippet. Okay. What was your experience at Harriet Watt University? Uh, I just sort of slag the people that were on our course. <laughs> <laughs> they, we were like, what I like to think were the cool outcasts. <laughs> but everyone yep. on our course, I think it might... I don't know if it's a textile thing or if it was a Harriet Watt textile thing mm-hmm. or if it was just our year, but everyone, it's like being in uni with uh, the teacher's pets, we're yeah. surrounded by them, they all weirdly compete with each other and I know they're like that in fashion, but it's not in a goody two-shoes way. I found them to be, I know I you don't say this word anymore, but gimps. <laughs> I think that there was a handful that were great. Oh yeah, sorry, we, I don't mean everyone. Yeah, there yeah. was a handful that were absolutely but the majority. great that we got on with really well, oh, yeah. but we were definitely outnumbered. Yeah, outnumbered by, like... Others. We didn't really care. No, we were In the grand like, scheme of things. God. Yeah, like, we didn't care because we were they would talk quite happy. About, I don't know, like... Oh, very mumsy mm. and sales is mumsy but i'm absolutely fine with people being mumsy that's quite comforting but the judgment it was very karen yeah it was full of karens <laughs> full of karens. we don't need to say anymore <laughs> people get it it was a year full of karens and what were we i don't know we were probably gimps too oh yeah i'm fine with that we were not in the way they were like it was just it's so funny that was our like how people can be like that in uni when uni's meant to be so like oh I've been up all night and yeah. I'm just I've not done any work but they'd be like have you not done your work? I think Gala Shields is maybe the wrong place to oh, have yeah, that totally. I think probably people went to Gala Shields because it's not party life yeah that's probably like, it there was an element of that but mm-hmm. it's obviously a very small town and yeah. I know Robin my friend mm-hmm went to Gala Shields and she was partying non-stop. Yeah. She had a very different yeah. uni experience than we did. Mm-hmm. But we spent most of our time just working in the flat or at uni. I don't think we did much else. We just... That, that was something yeah, that... Yeah, because it was so intense. People don't know this about design courses. No. They are, like, unbelievable. See, when I compare it to, I don't know, someone that's doing, think of any degree, mm. like design is you've got to be doing it constantly or you're doing it wrong yeah it's not something you can start the night before yeah or it's very obvious if you do that oh yeah you just couldn't yeah Um, but it was a constant having to work like we probably went to uni for nine came back home and worked till one in the morning pretty much every day so mad yeah mad and it does instill in you work ethic but also at the same time it instills this like fear of not being able to stop yeah we've discussed that before yeah that still stays with me now yes where i even after work i work from home at the moment and have done for a while and i do find it hard to stop i was going to exercise classes straight after work and that helped yeah um but i don't do that anymore and so i'll just find myself working on and also like when you're in a a good rhythm you don't want to stop no but yeah I do find it I find it hard to watch tv and not be designing stuff on my laptop mm-hmm. but that's definitely from uni yeah they should instill more of a uni work a uni life balance mm-hmm. for sure but then again I don't really know I don't know if this is the same for other universities but it's almost like you're you go to uni to do the classes mm-hmm. and do the kind of some practical stuff mm-hmm. but then you've got to do the majority of it or outside of school 
like you have to pick up what you've done yeah, in yeah. the classes and then go home and do it at home or whatever yeah. so it's and I'm quite I was always quite bad in any courses and I saw like when we were in class as a social yeah oh I was I'm not going to do work I'll just well, yeah. go home. let's go get a coffee and yeah and just yeah talk shite for a bit in yeah. the studio I do miss the studios yeah I love yeah. that kind of environment yeah yeah I do as well yeah I miss that but, uh, and I also would love to get back in that print room. Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that print room was amazing. I, that was, like, the reason that I decided to go to Galaxy. It's, like, the biggest in Europe or yeah. something. Yeah, and, yeah. And then we both did digital print. Yeah. Because you could stay at home and do it. I know. <laughs> I don't have the patience for screen printing. It's it's the cleaning up for every, sorry, every screen. Yeah. You've got to do it. Oh, yeah, and, and if you fuck it up. You have to start it yeah, all again. Yeah, it's so hard. I can't deal with that you kind of pressure. can't it out, yeah. yeah. But I think Harriet Watt, for me, too commercial. Yeah. Too it's all, all about, about florals. <laughs> too about florals. And geometrics. Too about geometrics. <laughs> too much about twelve. Number oh, 12. God, yeah, yeah, uh, project on twelve. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Just all the granny bullshit. Mm. But then that's fine. That has a place. But also, you could do more contemporary stuff. That's yeah. Maybe a wee bit more. But like, they didn't understand. It'd be cool if there was just a wee bit of shock value or something in yeah. textiles. Like, what a juxtaposition. Because you got that in fashion. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Who can do the? I remember this girl. Shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she. I, I think actually you told me this is your story that I'm bumping. Uh, she broke up with her boyfriend and then put all that yeah you can tell no i can't quite remember yeah but i can't remember what it, it was, was to do with like screenshots from her ex-boyfriend who was sending her abuse after he broke or they broke up okay. it was something like that something to do with nudes as well i think he was oh, yeah it's something to do with her nudes yeah and she was putting them on the dress which i think is really cool that's shock value yeah you know what i mean you don't mind your parents seeing that i'm just saying your nudes on a dress i'd rather the parents didn't see that yeah. that's a red, or i'd just be like can you not look or yeah. don't, don't, don't come at, don't look don't at that one yeah, 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 don't look at that one, that's my fanny. <laughs> Mum would be like, oh, I've seen all before. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, no, I remember my final project was a bit more conceptual and it involved sharks and our fucking tutor kept calling them dolphins. <laughs> and honestly, I wanted to scream. Because I was like, if you don't understand that these are sharks, then you're not going to understand but, like, the concept. Say, because say it was about your dreams. Yeah, it was, about, was so cool. it was about my dreams. And I was recording my dreams and then designing prints around them, which sounds a bit dud now. But oh, yes, really cool. But I was dreaming a lot about sharks. So that was involved. And obviously there's an element of sharks are scary and fear. Yeah, and yeah. what does that mean? And like, yeah, but dolphins are the polar opposite. Yeah, you're like, you don't get it. And he was oh, there's more dolphins. I was like, shh. It's so funny. I was making stuff out of puff. What's that called? Like Expandix? Oh, yeah. yeah. That so was really cool. I was making like wearable art pieces, like such an eye roll. Um, AKA. You did very well. Yeah, I really enjoyed it and I was going for a really shit time. Yeah, like, you yeah, smashed it. Yeah, it came out in the art. Yeah. <laughs> but I literally handed him one day what looked like a long fucking strap on. <laughs> like, do you remember that? Kind but I think when you're making these things, you don't, you're, you've got in your head what you think it is. Yeah. And then I passed it to him and it had, just imagine like 
a long object that's squishy with all like these bumps over it that's black with a, a bull ring at the top and a leather strap around it. <laughs> and what did and you... he, he was like, oh, it's like you get something out of Anne Summers. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so it does. What was it meant to be? Fuck knows. Art. Yeah, art. <laughs> it's art. It Sculpture. needs an explanation. Yeah. yeah no. Just one of the things I'd made and it looked like you shove it up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so did you regret going to... Do textiles? Uh, no, because I met... Oh, sorry, I just spang thing. No, because I met you, Lucy. Oh, that's very cute. But, eh... Uh, I know, that uh, was the best outcome. Yeah, that was... <laughs> like, if I could go back, would I change it? I don't... I think I wouldn't have got to grips with the technology... Not technology, like, the software element of graphic design in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Again dumb girl doesn't get it because I could not understand a illustrator no. at all when we were at uni but I guess we didn't it was there but we didn't have to use it photoshop was more bad yeah photoshop was more pushed for yeah, it was more course. pushed. which, which is, is that stupid I don't use illustrator um, you do yeah like could it have benefited um, well, yeah 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 it could have been really good I do remember doing a module on it yeah, I remember that and thinking but I will never use this. Brain. It's actually extremely good. Yeah. Uh, it's. I wish I knew how to use it. I just, I can't get my head around it. Yeah, I remember being like, I can't do this, but mm. something does just click. Click. Yeah. Where you're just a bit more confident on it. I'm not like really good on it, but I can get by. Yeah. So that's good enough for me. Uh. But yeah, uh, do I regret it? Uh, no, overall, uh, but a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Or I wish I could do it differently. Yeah. Of course. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, I wish I could do the course differently. Maybe yeah. Make it a bit more graphic, but yeah. I guess it is what hindsight it is. Hindsight is just so easy. Yeah. And then you went on to do a HNC in yes. graphic design. And that was my I only thought I'd do a year. Where and was I'm, that again? Uh, Cardonald. Cardonald. Where I'd been before. <laughs> oh yeah, we've, we've skipped the oh, other God, time the, you're at college. Blood, oh yeah, I'd, been, I'd done a HND. Uh, oh my God, but I'll go through all the education I've done. But I did a portfolio course when I was 16, mm-hmm. bombed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have been let on. That's the hardest course I've ever done. <laughs> I, I'm not you were 16. You're <laughs> cold. <laughs> joking. <laughs> That's the hardest course I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Probably just because I wasn't ready for it. Why did I leave school at 16? Like, because it yeah, sounded it was, a po- bit. it was pointless. Yeah. Portfolio course, HNC for textiles, HND, then um, textiles for uni, then. <laughs> fuck's sake! <laughs> then Cardonald for um, graphic design, HNC, HND, and then went uh, on to their uh, BA. Because I just can't get enough. <laughs> and stayed for another year. And then I finally was like, I think I should have done this one. My sass is and dried up. And can I just up. say, work is so much easier or at least more suited to me than college and uni. College is so much harder than uni. Even. For someone like me, yeah. Right. So what's that a total of years? Oh, like a million? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was told by a tutor once to be an eternal student. 
not eternal, sorry, to be a student as long as possible, which she didn't know who she was saying it to, and that I'd take it, I'd be like, okay. yeah. I was, oh my God, 11 years. 11 years? Maybe, maybe, maybe. 10? Maybe 10, yeah. 16 to 25? I was a student, yeah. Or 9? No, 16 to 26. Or you 26? Yeah, 26 for sure, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, Yeah, maybe what I would have done is left school, went into work, and then done college and picked something probably. So what, taking like a bit of a year out or something? Yeah, a year. I think the worry with that is, is are you ever going to go back to education? Yeah, I mean, I think if if you really want to, I took a year out and then went into college. But I was a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish I'd done that because I feel like I'm very, like, well-educated in the sense of what I do. <coughs> like, I've got, a, I've got a lot of years under my belt. Yeah. But what I lack is maybe... I, I wish I had a job as a supervisor at one point. I mm-hmm. think that would help me and stuff that I do now yeah. and stuff with maybe management and stuff mm-hmm. but uh, yeah hindsight baby I think everything happens for a reason and you yeah. would maybe wouldn't be where you are now yeah maybe. true but so yeah you went on to do graphic design and did you you obviously enjoyed that a lot loved better. it I was like this is for me I love the process Mm-hmm. I love how it's all about the client as yeah. well. Actually, I fucking hate that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> take that back. <laughs> yeah, I take that back. Um, but it, it, I think textiles can seem quite laddie wee bit of the time. Yeah. We're just designing these things. We're not actually thinking about where they're going. At least at uni, mm-hmm. but at college, oh my god, you were just. Everything had to be... It wasn't just that you did something because you like it. You've got to explain why. And yeah. I quite liked that, but also it was a pain in the arse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I But it makes graphics. you really think about uh-huh, it, yeah, from yeah. Like, a, like a client's perspective yeah. and all that, like what you were saying. Yeah, for sure. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, it was hard graph, though. Mm-hmm. Really difficult. I've got a friend in work, Catherine. Shout out, Catherine. Because it's so weird. Me and her now work at the, work at the same place. Um, but we did the same um, graphic design course. I'm going to hit it what as well. Oh. How weird. Is she, how old is she? Uh, she's a wee bit younger than me. She's about 20. Okay. Older than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. Late 20s. I just mean younger, so yeah. she we wouldn't have known her. Uh, no. But we, we, she arranged the grab ball. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yes, which is so funny. Very Catherine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, she says she's still recovering from that course. Mm-hmm. It was heavy duty. They get on at you. It's so intense. Uh, but then I guess you come out and you're like, oh, work's actually quite easy. Yeah. Not easy. Easy is the wrong word. Uh, a lot more straightforward. You don't... like. But you're prepared. Yeah, you are prepared for the... But then I get... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it could be a bit lighter, to be honest. <laughs> Did you find your style in uni? Sorry, in college, doing graphic design, your cutesy, or did you... I don't think so. You feel like you've had that for... Oh, no, you, you mentioned before that college was... Like, college before uni, mm-hmm. you used to do cute little... Yeah, um, I actually start think I really started doing it in lockdown... Because okay. um because see see before I got a job, 
I was, as a designer, I was like, I need to make myself really appealing to an employer. Mm -hmm. So it was more that I was building a portfolio rather than finding my own style. Um, Graphic designers aren't actually really meant to have a style. If you have a style, then you're kind of like, you're a niche. But then again, you can have a niche, but you can also do all the other things. I think that's why people only think I can do that cutesy and I'm like, no, that's what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. But I can that's do That's your personal all style. Yeah, 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 that's just what I prefer. And to be honest, I'm, I'm like shifting away from it a wee bit. I, I want it to be a bit more, yeah, that influence, but maybe a wee bit more raw. Yeah. And less, and maybe a lot more textures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my work used to be so flat. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I like started doing things with like charities and stuff during lockdown. Oh, yeah, so Yeah, did. but I mean, that's raising money for charity, not doing charity work. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't like, money. yeah, in the thick of it. Um, once you left, did you find it difficult to find a job in graphic oh, design? that's a good question because when I... Because see, when you just come out of uni, you're so fucking desperate. Yeah. You're like, because I've never been uh, delusional about getting a job. I feel like when people come out of uni, there's so much, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. And and I'm like, no, I really was like, fuck, am I going to be, I worked in Starbucks. And I was like, am I going to be fucking like, like cleaning tables for the rest of my life? (laughs) I remember being upstairs cleaning the cafe and was like, everyone doesn't know that I'm actually a designer. (laughs) And like... And I was like, and one day I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be doing my work in here. <laughs> and, like, and I would tell absolutely like, everyone, uh, all the regulars that would come in and all that. I'm like, yeah, I'm a designer. <laughs> they must have been like, so why do you work here? <laughs> but yeah, it took me, uh, left uni and, uh, yeah, left college slash uni in the June and I got a job in the December. It's quite a long like enough time months, yeah and that to get in your head that drains you you're like because yeah. you don't hear back from places mm-hmm. i was like i just i even want a rejection yeah like i want just be, a response i just want a response like, yeah. a resp- i was like yes when i got a rejection like they got my email i'm not going crazy <laughs> um i'm trying to think that i do really want to like give any tips or advice because I really would have appreciated it when I was just fresh out of uni Mm -hmm. and be shameless that's the best advice ever do a fucking internship Mm -hmm. you don't have to do it even if it's like one day a week or one time just honestly do absolutely anything and I know they won't pay you or they'll just pay your expenses and stuff do whatever you can within your means and um but you can also, like, we can say we freelance when we don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was doing work for free. I, like, when you first come out, you're like, why would you pay me for something that I feel like I'm not good at? Yeah. You feel like it's a cheek. Um, but I think when you charge for things, it means that people aren't going to mess you about. And you charge for your time, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think people take it more seriously. Easier said than done. I think sometimes you have to do these things to learn yourself and then you're like, I'm a fuck doing that for free. Yeah. Because I think, not that people would ever expect that of me now, but I do feel like edits, sometimes people think edits are free and I would have done that. I would, yeah, you wouldn't have thought so about easily. it. easily and now I'm like, 
I can't be fucked doing this. Yeah. Like, you're going to pay me. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And it's good to feel like that now. And I think, yeah, I can say that and always charge. But if you don't feel comfortable with charging, even get used to the process of be, having a client and just getting used to that. And you will get pissed off and that will be your motivation to... Yeah. And so I've done jobs and people haven't paid me. Yeah. Relatively big companies. That's insane. Like, um, and do you think that's because you were like, like a, a small time? Just they're like yeah, and because take advantage. I had a, I had my job and stuff, but see if I was freelance, I would have obviously set about that. But you know yeah. what? when something's been such a headache that you're mm-hmm. like, I actually would rather just, just not want to deal with continue it. this. Yeah, so I've done that and not got paid for things. And people taking the piss. Yeah, it gives you the absolute fear, but it just comes with the job and you just get a lot more blunt with your responses rather than having to, like, yeah, just being friendly all the time. Don't get me wrong, like, I am friendly. Um, I like that about myself. I try and make myself as approachable as possible, but I will not be, like, fucked with it. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, That is yeah. a good thing. And I think as well, advice-wise, obviously back when we kind of first came out of uni social media was a thing obviously but it wasn't as big as what is now and just shape like what you were saying being shameless Mm -hmm. just contact brands contact uh uh, businesses that you want to work with offer your services post your stuff online be shameless like message the brands message anyone Mm -hmm. because some people do say yes and you're like oh and then if they see if other people see you working with that person it then because all i'm trying to think of um like when i was doing some freelance on the side uh all my clients would be word of mouth from other people and that might have started from just one person Mm -hmm. seeing me online Mm -hmm. so it's you've just and look as busy as possible online yeah and not that i do that but um just on my personal account (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah that's the way to do it make make yourself look more successful than you are because people gravitate towards it but don't be fake don't be fake. Yeah. Don't say you've got all these clients and <laughs> when you, you don't, you don't yeah, have yeah, yeah. one. But just looking <laughs> like you're busy. Tr- yeah, sure it's the truth. Like when you're saying, oh, like me, I'm just working with a few of my clients today and stuff, when it's really just two rather than what people could think yeah. is 10. Or you can give yourself projects. Yeah. You can create ideas or graphics or whatever it is for a brand and they and then just tag them in it yeah you're keeping yourself busy you're keeping yeah. yourself working and yeah. learning yeah but also trying to get attention from other people yeah and yeah for sure and, and someone's gonna st- see it you stick in people's minds as well um, yeah. I think a real mixture of work for people mm-hmm. don't do also don't do work that you don't want to do I've said yes to things that I shouldn't have said yes to especially if I was at freelance say yes to everything obviously within limits uh, but there's some stuff that I'm like why have I said yes to this I work a full-time job why am I sitting doing a fucking logo for a crappy little like <laughs> say their name no say I'm not saying their name but so something that isn't even my yeah and my skill set why am I doing this yeah like why yeah. am I doing this to myself and it's I guess you want to be like somewhat of a sound cunt <laughs> Yeah, it's the getting the balance. Yeah, for sure. And with all of this, do you think that Glasgow is a strong place for 
jobs creatively like in the creative industry do you think it's like a good place I would say it's not bad yeah I think for me I would love if I had the same companies that are in Manchester because Mm. it's all it's I don't know like all those like kind of big and I know we hate them fast fashion brands like misguided and all that kind of stuff like I really like their graphics okay there's other brands that are a bit smaller that are really cool and we don't really have anything like that. Um, Quiz. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure to... there's a... Yeah, no, there's a Quiz, Quiz head office. Really, yeah, really toxic company. Oh, yeah, and I don't know... Sorry. <laughs> Not that, yeah, I'll never join Quiz. But yeah, if I, maybe I'll get desperate in a few years <laughs> chatting at their door. Oh, please. It's Pretty Little Things not here as well. It or, is, I guess. Yeah. No, it's not Pretty Little Thing. Oh, Polly. Oh, Polly. There's someone I know vaguely that works there and I've, I, I can't remember if I asked her if what it was like. Um, I can't even remember if she got back to me, but I'm like, I feel like she shouts about it on LinkedIn, but I'm like, what do you really think? Because I've yeah. heard awful things about that place. Yeah, I think these kind of fast fashion big companies are just like work people to the bone. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, on any of every level, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I really like the beauty industry, and I don't as in for their graphics and stuff. Any, it's not that I am particularly interested in what they sell. Mm-hmm. It's more the style of their artwork. I would quite like to get into at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that'll probably end up in me working remotely because I don't think there is anything up here. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Is connecting creative people because there feels like a lacking mm-hmm. of jobs and outlets and yeah. funding and everything oh, yeah. within the creative industry. And can I just say, mm-hmm. it really annoys me about jobs, and I know you find this as well, they want you to have every skill under the fucking oh, sun. Oh, don't even get me started. See when I look at, um, or have looked in the past at uh, job descriptions and it's like graphic designer, you need to have obviously all the Adobe Creative Suite, um, which is obviously just standard. standard. Yeah, yeah expecting quite. that. But animation, but I know that is kind of coming in a wee bit more, um, but... Things like 3D render, mm-hmm. video editing, mm-hmm. all this shit. And I'm like, so you it's want... not a graphic... Yeah, you want a 3D designer and you want a videographer. But yeah, that's three separate yeah, jobs. It's, yeah, it's absolute bullshit. And it, even if they put would be a plus, and I know mm-hmm. they do that for some of it, but it's pure essential, video editing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? And then it's like a salary... Oh, a salary <laughs> of 18K. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why we're so underappreciated. I know, it's really tough. It's the exact same with marketing. Um, marketing is such a huge umbrella mm-hmm. of, you've got social media, you've got S- like SEO strategists, mm-hmm. you've got website designers, you've got yeah, yeah. like coding, you've got fucking so many different things. And when it's a small business or a business that just doesn't really want to have to pay yeah. 10 people yeah. to do to cover the scope of marketing... It I'm all just, my mum's trying to. Oh bloody sorry. hell! Sorry, it I'm all doing the um... podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, the plane has slightly delayed, but no change in time. Cool stuff. Doing podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Kirsty. No, I'm actually not going to say because she'll listen to this. I don't want her to listen to it. 
Uh, all good just doing too shocking something <laughs> for Lucy get back to <laughs> soon of course my mum interrupts us she's obsessed with me <laughs> anyway that's so funny uh, I hit, hit me yeah it's just it's too much to expect off of one person mm-hmm. and you especially if you've gone to like what you've done you've gone to uni yes. to study graphic design uh-huh. not videography yeah. not whatever else they're asking you to do it's and and then having the pay be dog shit it's just it, I don't it's so frustrating it. and I honestly think it's they think creative people do this for fun that's yeah. honestly what I it's think just it not is. taken seriously yeah it's like, oh, it's like the way art isn't taken seriously yeah. oh you enjoy doing this this is like a little hobby. Oh, this is fun this yeah, is easy this isn't essential it's not a yeah. skill it's but like fun us, everything's designed yeah or we would just live in like boxes just boxes yeah mm-hmm. and it would cause unreal depression just being in like a blank box. Yeah, that's what I say when it comes to fashion as well because when people are like, oh, I don't care about yeah. fashion, yeah. which is fine, you don't have to have an interest in it, mm-hmm. but it's the judgmentalness uh-huh. attached to it and I'm like, you wear clothes. Yeah. Everything, and it's that big spiel and devil's wear. Yes! Devil wears Prada, you do like, you know what I mean? Like a belt that was, or what was it, a skirt that's been... Designed oh, by somebody... Gross. It happens by the big designers. It gets filtered down. It gets filled yeah. in, and you pick it up from a charity shop ten years later yeah. or whatever. Yes. It's a cycle, but it's everybody wears clothes every single day. You make a choice every single day of what you're wearing, regardless mm-hmm. of if you think you care or not. You're yeah. still making that choice. Yes. And if it wasn't there, then everybody would be walking around naked. So yeah, it's yeah. an essential just, part just of life. Like brown sacks. Yeah. And little brown sacks and boxes. Homes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Think how depressing life would exactly. be. Exactly. Like, it's funny how people think these things aren't essential, but they actually bring people such joy and happiness. Like, yeah. why decorate your home? Yeah. Like... I know. Why do this? Why do that? Why do anything? Yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, it's, so that, that really grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it bloody grinds my gears as well, hen. Um, you currently work for a Scottish footwear brand. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite part of the job? I do love my job. Our target... Target? Our target Our market, market is 16 to 24. Okay. That's where my brain is. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I... Always even, in that age. But, um, unfortunately, very, I, even though I'm that, I'm very out the loop and always have been with, like, trend, not not so much, like, graphic design trends and all that kind of stuff, but what's cool. Yeah. I actually have never been into things like that, but uh, I really like that age bracket. Um, I think if it was something a bit like, say I was designing stuff for 45 plus, I think I would. But then again, I think I'd be able to detach mm-hmm. from it and not take it as seriously, which could actually be a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes I think I take my job too seriously and I think take things too personally because mm-hmm. I care so much. But yeah, other than that... It's hard to separate yourself. Oh, it's though. so hard, especially when you do design and it feels so personal. Yeah. I... Yeah, and you're like, if someone doesn't like something, you're like, oh, I feel like you don't like me. Oh, yeah, it's, it really does. It can be a punch in the stomach sometimes. This is a part of me. <laughs> exactly. But, um, I absolutely love it. I design um, like stuff for social, stuff for the website, stuff for print and store. I cover like everything, which is really fun. Dipping in and out of a little bit of animation. Um, try to think what else designing logos 
but yeah I'm a very in-house design and this is mm-hmm. my first design job and I've been coming up for four years I've been there in December yeah yeah it's great yeah no I think you have been able to thrive in that environment and learn you must have learned so much yeah um, being and it's in such that like industry. a it's such a in, like friendly even though we work from home four days a week it's such a good nice atmosphere everyone's very polite to each other there's no stupid questions or anything which Mm. is great for stupid girls (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I feel like I've really grown there but sometimes I do get a bit you know when you're like this is all I've ever known yeah and it makes you a wee bit scared to move on to the next thing yeah there's a comfortability with being somewhere long term and you know the people and you get Mm -hmm. used to everything and you can have fun and you're relaxed there's uh something about starting a new job and what I hate about starting a new job is not knowing everything and it takes a good six months to a year before you really fully understand a business I think yeah and uh, within that first year you're just learning as much as you possibly can and I've lost my train of thought (laughs) <laughs> just how long it takes you yeah. to adapt to a new yeah, environment yeah, yeah. because something that could be okay so in my daunting. company yeah something mm-hmm. that could be okay in my company might be so out of order in another one but yeah I, yeah it just gives me the fear yeah it's daunting but yeah um i started off as a junior in this company and now at midweight and i'm hoping to make my way to senior yeah so that's a nice climb really really enjoying it good i'm glad and um Oh, can I talk about how working from home, the pluses? Yes, of course. What are the pluses from working from home? The pluses are you can wake up five minutes before you're meant to start. (laughs) (laughs) Which is unreal. Absolutely love that. Um, And obviously, work-life balance of being able to, like, go out for a walk on your break, Mm -hmm. go and see your friend. um, (laughs) Go and see your friend. (laughs) Yeah, cooking your lunch and stuff. I know, like, that sounds, like, stupid, but... Not having to think about what you're taking in for your lunch every day. Yeah, and things like doing your washing. Doing your washing, Boring yeah. shit uh-huh, that yeah. you don't have to then do when you get home Being from work. Being here when a delivery is coming. So many good things about working from home, but there's also a few cons. Yeah. <laughs> of, I live up on my own. I don't talk to people during the day unless yeah, I'm on the phone to my friends. And, or I'm talking to work people, like, just on Slack or whatever. But I can get very, like in my own head Mm -hmm. and when you live alone and when you work from home alone it can be quite isolating yeah isolating Mm -hmm. and if I get bad thoughts in my head they just go on loop Mm. um so what I'm going to do to combat that yes is I'm going to either go to (laughs) go back to the holy land of Starbucks Mm -hmm. and do that role reversal of me Sitting yes. in seats now yeah. <laughs> and getting, I'm watching them wipe the tables. <laughs> I'm back, the baby. Table <laughs> yeah. so you know when the millionaire comes back, that's a laugh, comes back to the, the place that used to treat them like shit, not that anyone's ever treated me like shit, um, and then be like, ha, <laughs> that'll be me. I'm only not able to pay for a Starbucks because I'm always so skint. Um, I'm trying to think of the other cons. Um, maybe some, maybe not being able to build like proper fri- like proper like solid friendships and work because yours are so separate yeah it's definitely. very online based which is quite hard 
Yeah. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. We go in once a week, but don't get me wrong. I love it. Wouldn't change it. Yeah. But I feel like I need to adapt to... Yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. Definitely. Yeah. Get a bit cabin feverish. God, I feel you there. I feel you there. And I think because I live on my own as well, there's no... If I don't go out the house, there's no... There's not someone there that's... Should we go out? And I'm just like... I could just stay in the house. Yeah. It's very easy. <laughs> no one's here. But yeah, you have to be that person that's, no, that'll be bad for you in the long run mm-hmm. because it's, do you know you meant to get about, uh, I can't remember how much, what the amount of time is, but a certain amount of eye contact each day. Oh, really? And I'm like, there could be days past where I <laughs> haven't looked at anyone. Not looked at anyone eyes. except myself in the mirror. It's <laughs> enough bad. Crying. <laughs> yeah, we can have a pause. Yeah. We're pausing. Okay, so we are back. We just had a little break. A little tea break. Aye. Um, a little shite and a shave. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. What were we talking about? Fuck knows. We can just pick Working it. from home? Yeah, maybe. We're done with that. We can talk about something else. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. You suffer a little bit with anxiety. Yes. And how does that... How do you shite bag syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> How do you cope with that in regards to work? I want to say what my anxiety is mm-hmm. first because I know it can mean so many things to so many different people. I have suffered with um, panic attacks and again, uh, uh, sorry, a panic disorder for let's think uh, eight years. Yeah, eight years. And it, it's getting a lot better. Had a bit of a hiccup mm-hmm. <laughs> a few months ago, but we're back to it. Dropped the basket for a <laughs> But she's for picked a, it back know, up yeah, again. We're back. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, in therapy now, which has honestly been such a game changer, thanks to Lucy, because she directed me to it, because I was like anti-therapy. Um, <laughs> I push but, everyone towards Yeah, therapy. honestly, I'm the same now. I'm like, everyone, if you watch Peep Show, that bit in Peep Show where Jez is like, everyone, everyone should have therapy. It's that is true. literally me, or Big Mad Andy. That's, there's people that don't think they've got shit to work out, and there's people that do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, my, mine is a panic disorder, mm-hmm. and it was from like a bad experience that I've just pretty much never let go of. And um, my body and mind always, not always thinks it's under attack, but is basically hypersensitive to everything and sees things as a threat because of this bad incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically just trauma. And uh, because I know people can have social anxiety or anxiety with um, work mm-hmm. or things like that, but mine is fear of fear, basically. Yeah. So it's not that... It can. It, it, what was the question? Just how you cope with anxiety in the workplace. I know it's not yeah. directly. That's why yeah, you get. Yeah, that's anxious. why I get anxious. Yeah. Um. I I work from home, mm-hmm. which is great. Great help. Yeah. And when I'm in the office, um, it's weirdly fine most of the time in the office but I do struggle because our office is a little bit of a commute away and what Mm -hmm. I've found is I get anxious in cars and when I'm driving because that's when I used to have my my worst panic attack so I find that bit a struggle but I don't actually find being in the work environment because there's so much going on there's I can go, I can like, if I feel anxious, I can go to the toilet, I can do my breathing exercises, all that kind of stuff. But doing design 
really calms me down but to the point where I could use it as a crutch too much where if I feel particularly anxious I would just not stop working all day and night because as soon as I stop I'm going to be met with all those horrible feelings but it also works in the reverse too where you're overworking yourself and that's going to make you feel horrible yeah but yeah, I think a creative job is good for anxiety, but there's also a downside as well where it's very personal. Yeah. And when you're when you feel like you're feeling not your feelings kind of get hurt, but when you take things personally, it can make your anxieties worse. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't know if that answered your question. No, it I does. I don't know what question I answered. <laughs> no, it does. I know for you, and like you said, every journey is different for for everybody and how they handle their anxieties and whatever they may be but you very much work better in routine you like to give yourself yes, routines yes and what you said you've got your breathing exercises yeah yep. you've got your coping mechanisms yeah yeah and i try and okay for example like when i'm like going through quite a bad time with my panic and stuff i'll mm-hmm. start to think that i'm seeing things mm-hmm. and which kind of relates to the bad experience i had mm-hmm. years ago and that really freaks me out but in actual fact that's just being um, hyper aware panic and anxiety and stress does that so that you're able to combat things yes um, fight or flight fight, right? yeah fight or flight or, or freeze. freeze yeah, yeah. Every, not that you forgot the freeze there but people do forget the freeze yeah. and it's yeah so knowing things like that instead of thinking fuck I'm going crazy I think I'm being hyper aware mm-hmm. but it's my it's my body thinks that I'm in, tr- in trouble yeah. my body thinks I'm in danger and I'm not what I actually want to say some of the coping things that I do so that if any listeners out there <laughs> need, to, need to hear it write notes to yourself on your phone on what things I do I'll always think I don't know how crazy I want to come across <laughs> like when, I, when I'm really anxious I start thinking people are trying to poison me <laughs> it's not so crazy it, it, it's real for yeah, you yeah, it's very totally real, for, real you. for me and I know that people aren't trying to poison me but in those when I get in that irrational headspace yeah. I start to think it but if I have notes in my phone where I'm like, don't believe your thoughts, mm-hmm. don't believe everything you think. Thoughts which aren't is, facts. Thought, um, yeah, feelings, feelings aren't, aren't feelings facts. Feelings aren't facts. Because I used to think if I feel a certain way about something, that's uh, my, what's that word? When you're a... Uh, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, when you're being like intuitive or not intuitive, um... Trust your gut. I used to think it was my gut and I was like, I should listen to this. I'm getting like a... Got you. I need to trust this when in actual fact, um, your brain thoughts come in and out at all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and don't believe them. Your brain brain isn't there to... Nobody understands the brain. Look, we understand parts of it, but it's a bloody minefield. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're getting the the hot... Hot, hot tape. Yeah, I was, I was a hot tape. Hot tape. Brains the, are brains hard. Brains are mental. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse the pun. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to tell you this analogy because this really helped me. I actually wish I wrote all this down because I, I do think it's really important. And for me, if I heard this when I was struggling at the time, it would have really helped. Mm-hmm. People have intrusive thoughts and you can get triggered by them. And say I thought someone was poisoning me, for example. Yeah. I would be like, no, I'm right like that happened 
even if it even if it has even if it's not likely it could happen what like well let's not take the chance let's not drink that drink type thing yeah um you're letting it get but the better instead of, of doing that instead of me thinking like um i must believe that because that must be my gut reaction think your brain has thoughts they come and go just like how buses go through a bus station imagine your brain is a bus station and lots of buses come in and out and I want to get on the bus where I want to go say home mm-hmm. rather than getting on a bus that takes me to fucking Clyde Bank <laughs> you know what I mean like, where I don't want to go that's not where I live I don't know anyone in Clyde Bank I would be scared. Don't know yeah. I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't get on don't that. Don't get on the bus. Wait for it to pass. They mm-hmm. all pass just like how thoughts pass. Get on the 31 <laughs> that takes you back to East Bright, where my parents live. Or, I don't know the bus to Battlefield. That's where I live right now because I drive. <laughs> but, but I hope you, like, you understand the... No, it's a good it, analogy. It, yeah, so I always think, and my friends say, and obviously Lucy says to me as well, when I have thoughts of, say, someone's put something in my drink, I feel like I'm going crazy. Something's weird. People around me say, don't get on the bus, and it's a really good grounding technique. Yeah. So snapping you back, don't let your thoughts run away with you, because that's... It's, People think it's like not a big deal, but it can be catastrophic to your well-being. Yeah. And you do drive yourself mad if you don't have these coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more. Sorry, I wish I had this like more planned out, but um, I'm trying to think of more. Uh, sorry, I don't get to be on a big platform like this every day. I right. Um, Let's fucking hope. <laughs> what else? Right, so I'm just, I'm just going to batter through some tips. Talk to your friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another hot take. That's like the first time you've ever heard that. <laughs> talk to your friends. Talk to people online about it. Um, there, people could be, you could be looking at someone thinking they have such a good life and then you hear that like they're going through something absolutely mental mm-hmm. and that you would never think. Don't listen to social media also. Um, write down notes to yourself to rationalise the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Also journal, which I should do more of because I do find it really good. Um, another one is write down your thoughts, feelings and anxieties or things like make you nervous or whatever and then rip them up. But it's really it's a really good way of feeling like mm-hmm. that's gone now. Yeah. Visualisation also really helps, mm-hmm. which I didn't understand the power of. Oh, I'm trying to think of something like an example. If okay, if I was very anxious about sitting in a restaurant, which I used to get all the time because yeah. you have to be stationary and you have to be in the moment, mm-hmm. and it's such a shame because I love going out for dinner and stuff. But that was where mm-hmm. most things would happen. Yeah, I'd get panic attacks in restaurants. I would visualize me going into the restaurant sitting down and just having a good time just Mm -hmm. play it all out or if you don't like something that's happened you can visualize it going a good way Mm -hmm. it honestly really helps and i don't know that must be an actual thing i I just call it visualization it's if something's making me feel ill Mm -hmm. i 
I um, visualise it digesting okay. and that I'm yeah. feeling better and it really does help. It's so weird. Like the brain is so powerful. Another hot take. <laughs> powerful and this. hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel you. Sorry, I feel like I've been ranting. No, that, well, I'm interviewing you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> but no, just to relate to you there though. Yeah. Um, I've had peaks of bad anxiety, mm-hmm. but... Um, quite different from you and not something that I've had to manage for as long mm-hmm. as you um but my peak was at uni and once again not because of uni it's it was worst, because yeah. of outside things that were going mm-hmm. on in my life and I remember feeling very alone in mm-hmm. in it because I didn't understand that it was even anxiety yeah. I didn't know that's what it was I just thought I'm feeling these really intense feelings and that there's something wrong with me. Yeah, you always think something's wrong with you. Yeah, and it wasn't until I started hearing other people in our studio start talking about being anxious. Remember there was a girl that was talking about it and I was like, oh, is that what I'm feeling? Is this what this is? And I was like, oh God, are other people feeling like this? Like I genuinely felt alone in that. So talking to people, definitely agree with that. And I also just thought because of the things that I would get anxious about felt like you said you sound like you're crazy like yeah. you feel like yeah. like explaining it someday because I was to say I used to get it in restaurants as mm-hmm. well I used to get it like in queues so yes. queuing see to... the visualization I was going to say this like, mm. like an example see if you like for were um, what happened again you would turn back you would always like well, get to the bit and then you'd turn I would back. get I'd get in a queue and I'd have like my sh- say like in a supermarket or something mm-hmm. I'd have my like shopping basket and I would be like see the length of the queue and I'd be yeah. like I can't stand here like I can't stand here and wait mm-hmm. and I don't know why I just was like I can't do this and I would just like sometimes just drop the basket on the floor and just leave because I couldn't do it. I don't, it was the the waiting. I don't know why. And it was the same in a Would restaurant. Would you ever wait? I, I actually get you with the restaurant yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was waiting I for someone like to come waiting, over yeah. and take my order. And, I'd, and, I, and that made me really anxious. And several times I'd have to get up and walk around. Or, oh my God. Yeah, so yeah. I've done laps in car parks because I'm like, I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. Um, and it's not the restaurant. No, I no. love being in restaurants. Yeah, of course, you know same. I mean? It's the, um, I think it's the overstimulating. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of anxieties around food. Um, yeah, and, so uh, it makes sense. That yeah, restaurants yeah, is a big one for you. Things, yeah, um, which again is a shame. I love trying. Things. Also, the uh, irony is that you need to be fed every couple of hours oh my god like honestly I accept that about myself like I need I'm like a wane I if I'm hungry then it just makes my anxiety 10 times worse and I've just accepted that and I'm fine with it yeah oh no absolutely I I keep food in my bag now just in case and it works beautifully but yeah it's an intense um, it's an intense thing but also I want to congratulate you on I know on turning 30 Uh, (laughs) that was last year bitch (laughs) maybe 31 (laughs) Um, no on actually even being able to have a conversation about it Mm. because I don't think say even maybe a year or so you would maybe not be able to you'd find it more difficult to talk about you think yeah I do like details specific details yeah about the event about the event which I know we're not getting into but also just with talking about it 
I know obviously makes you think about it yeah and then that could sometimes make you feel anxious but I just mean there was a point where you would get anxious even at the mention of what happened or ah, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, would probably definitely. prevent you from being able to have yeah, this conversation yeah, as a whole yeah that's so true Do you know what I mean yeah I, I was very yeah I just didn't want to talk about it yeah I, I am still like that with the mention of things around it um especially if it gets me at like a weak moment yeah um, but what I've found from therapy is because it's taken me quite well. I don't I can't remember how long I've been going for. Probably like two months or something now, mm-hmm. and I have been able to talk about a small section of the event. Yeah. And um, it turns out that the fear of talking about it isn't as bad as the actual thing itself. Oh. So far, at okay. least. But saying that, I'm back again a wee bit of avoiding talking about it. But it's all in it's your all, own time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I think for me, the hardest bit of it is why has it lasted this long? Because that'll be... We said eight years. Eight years of the panic disorder, nine years of, if you include the event mm. that it came from. But yeah, if there's any young listeners, mm-hmm. just be careful when you're partying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, anyone can message me about if they're feeling like similar mm-hmm. things and I can... I Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, anyone can message me if they feel like anything that I've mentioned, they're like, oh, me too. I've built so many friendships based on that because, like, I'm just thinking me and my friend Marco, shout out, spray painter, amazing, in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our whole friendship started because it was about stuff like that. Yeah. Sorry about out you, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to move on to... Our segment, You're Talking Shite. Mm. Mm. Yes. And this is when we debunk some stereotypes and generalisations about, (laughs) in this case, graphic design. Yes. And uh, so I'm going to hit you with some, and you can tell me if I'm talking shite or not. Yes. Um, Graphic design is just colouring in. Shite! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not just colouring in. (laughs) It's visual communication, actually. Oh, very nice. Um, And it's important, and I wouldn't even say an artist was just colouring in. I agree. Um, Obviously. Absolutely, yeah, it's absolute bullshit. You try it, not you. (laughs) When when people. Absolutely. uh, Do you know what I love? Mm. I fucking love. When people when <laughs> people me. try and give me feedback, right? Uh-huh. And say or notes or whatever from like clients and they'll be like, Oh, can you try this? And in my head I'm like, why the fuck would you think that would work? I already know it won't work, but they can they they don't understand. So when I do it, they're like, Oh, okay, maybe not. I'm like, yes. Do you you. not think I would have done that if it would have worked? It's just so funny to me. I'm very much the kind of person where I'm like, you fucking do it then. If you you feel like you know how to do it better. And then when people actually do it, they're like, oh, fuck. Because you can't just... It's not just the case of doing a cool style. It's got to work with all the other other elements. Mm -hmm. So if you think oh, I'm going to do this poster, it's going to look like this. Oh, in actual fact, that doesn't look right with that word. Yeah. It's not a case of just being able to, like, recreate something that you've seen online. Like, 
all the other elements it's different pictures it's different like well, it's, text it all that's why you've actually got to be smart with it and yeah it's because people are like just copy this and i'm like no no it's not <laughs> it's basically it's not picked out of sky it's yeah like, yeah there's concept behind it mm-hmm. there's research behind it there's like skill behind it there's so much that's going on yeah it's not as easy as what it's not as easy as it it looks but it's not the most difficult job fair yeah (laughs) i think it's harder than what people think but it's also like a very fun job and i think fun makes it easier feel easier Yeah, yeah that's fair it might not be fun for somebody that oh, yeah, some, is good, isn't good yeah, at Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, it would drive you fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. Mental. Uh, so the client's always right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You're always wrong. If you design... Say you design free logo concepts for a client and you really didn't like one of them, don't put it in because they're going to pick that one. Yeah. They will pick it. Don't just try and pad it out. If you don't like it and you don't, you're That's just doing point. it to kind of show how much work you've done, they're mm. going to fucking pick it. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Uh, I think what I find difficult is you are going to come across people that you are doing work for that have really bad taste. Yeah. And or just don't understand design. Don't understand or, design. Yeah. Giving you references where you're just like, you think that's good? It's <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> I'm insulted that you've got in touch with me. (laughs) 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 Uh, So yeah, shite, you're all wrong. I think the customer is always right. As soon as that saying became a thing, Mm -hmm. it was bad. (laughs) I don't think it's true. And I don't think it should be... The customer's always wrong. That's why they've come to you. Pretty much. Okay, is the graphic design industry male-dominated? I wish! (laughs) I fucking wish! All I've been surrounded by is women, and don't get me wrong, I love working with women. Uh, but yeah, I the whole of my uh, three years at doing uh, graphic design at uni slash college, the majority were women, mm-hmm. and I was surprised too. I was like, "Where are all the men?" Yeah, <laughs> I was excited. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, but maybe it's because I'm in Scotland and we're still a wee bit behind in. I think Scotland's still a bit backwards with men doing creative jobs and stuff. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think so, just a wee bit. I think maybe it's just more accepted for girls to do these kind of things. It's mm. all in the art and stuff, and it's just not accepted as much, but I'm sure that is growing. Don't get me wrong, this was... How long back in not be right? What? Four, five, six, seven, seven years ago things are changing so much so maybe that's different now yeah I guess it depends like when I think of say photographers I think more of men being photographers Mm. I don't know that's just maybe who we know though yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we don't know fucking everybody. Photographers, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I do. But like when I think about the photographers, I do know they're majoritively men. Yeah, that's interesting. I want more men in the industry. <laughs> and if you are there, we're fucking DM me. We can talk about design and other things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fresh. I was about to say I'm fresh back on the market after two months. Yeah. No, where I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, graphic designers are techie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I can safely say if I'm the spokesperson for the designers, 
I'd, no. If I'm the representation yeah, yeah, of it, yeah. absolutely not. You're I am horrendous when it comes to tech. I am a very let's turn it off and on person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a no from me. Yeah, I get that from doing marketing as well. Yeah. Uh, I was expected to just know how to fucking yeah. fix printers and no that. Idea. And I'm like, no. Luckily, in my <laughs> job, there's so many people that would yeah. be... Quick, and we've got an IT de- IT department. Great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be so, getting into just... so good, unbelievable. Honestly, mm-hmm. and it makes sense if you're in a small business where you're like you're. I don't know. You can have a fucking finance person, mm-hmm. marketing person, all in the one room, and you're just one person. Who are they going to look to? They are going to look to the person who's works on a more computer. on a computer. Yeah. But don't fucking ask me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel you on that. And the other one was, do you have to draw, but or you have to be able to draw, but we've already covered. Yeah, I think it's always good. Don't get me wrong. I f- I wish I was a better like illustrator. And like I say, if I have to do something at work, say I don't know, say a flower had to be in it, right? I yeah. would just quickly trace that flower. But I know even the people that can draw would do that too, just yeah, out first. of speed. speed. But what's what separates the illustrators to the non-illustrators is that they can quickly edit it if they need right. to and they know about like perspective and what else like composition. scale composition they can edit mm. that really quickly where I would be like fuck I feel like I'm teaching myself all over again yeah. so no you don't have to but you benefit it, it, there's big pluses if you can yeah thanks for debunking always here <laughs> it is warm room. one day I'll hopefully be in a studio but until yeah, that point living rooms are the way forward it, and you'll be like recording it that was probably so, it, visuals, visuals. Like visuals the visuals will come so that day. I can come back and then just watch it on loop of myself and masturbate and send it to Kirsty <laughs> <laughs> send it Keep to you then um, clip it send it round <laughs> fuck it now so the last part is a story time where the guest picks a topic yes. that they want to discuss it can be about your career it can be about anything now I know originally when we first spoke about this you wanted to talk about stand up is that what you still would like to talk about yeah okay so this is a I'm passion it is a passion it's a passion it's a passion and it's a goal a future yeah, it's goal a future in life goal. it's something that I actually think I'd be good at little stupid me um, yeah. uh, because let's think I've been at a few comedy gigs and thought yeah okay yeah some some laughs but I think I could do better yeah yeah fair I do, and that's not and I don't mean that I think I could have better stage presence or I can do um, but <laughs> you know what I mean I'm not putting anyone it's actually what they're talking about yeah the intent I'm like oh that like that's a bit you saw what was coming and mm. I know lots of people talk about tinder and you know trying to think what people talk about just these stories and I'm like oh god talk done before but I guess like it, it's a big hitters yeah and I think from what I know from Michael who is my sister's shout out Michael Welsh <laughs> my sister's boyfriend who is a comic it, obviously your stories are based on your life so yeah. you probably are going to get a lot of people talking about similar things yeah, yeah. but um, but comics exaggerate and yes. make a story out of nothing type yeah, situation yeah, and yeah. that's what's like a challenge and what's yeah. clever about yeah. it I yes for sure 
Uh, Mike Welsh is actually an incredible comedian. That I've seen. I was extremely <laughs> Go see his friend show. Extremely impressed. <laughs> actually, when I saw Michael's show, I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. yeah. So that just shows. Michael's got a show during the Fringe for the whole month, I think. Link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> I will put the link in bio. It's yeah. called uh, Ethnic Reveal Party. Love that. Great name. And uh, I'm very excited to see it. But And I'm hopefully going to get him on the pod at some point. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. But um, back to you. Back to me and my future <laughs> career. <laughs> See how everyone feels like they've got a thing. Yeah. Some people are smart. Not yep. Uh, some people are smart. Some people are, I don't know, polite. <laughs> a good friend, whatever. I've always, from a young age, been like, I really like to make people laugh. Yeah. And now, now that I've reflected, I'm like, are people, am I one of those people where they're like, Oh, I just feel like I have to laugh at everything she says. No, okay. you are a funny person. Thank God, honestly. Because <laughs> I, when I was starting to think of the whole comedy thing, I was like, oh, fuck. Am I just... Because you do get those people where... And it's mm-hmm. usually older people and you're like, I feel like I've just got to laugh and I've got the fear of butt back. And yeah, so the plan is that I'm going to write bits. Uh-huh. I am... Because I've got one, not that I've got one so far, but I know what one I'm going to start with, and it's this guy that I slept with, shout out, um, <laughs> who was shite. Right. I'm going to tell you, it'd be terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Okay, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but it was just, I was like, how, what is the fastest way I can get this guy out of my flat? Yeah. Like, and it was too shagging. Um, well and then you'll fucking leave yeah and and, like he didn't leave Um, but yeah and so that'll be the first one that i talk about which was really like i've just got see one when i start thinking about i'm like oh and i could say this and i could say that but then i just don't do it you got a lot on though yeah i do have a lot on it's making space for it uh and getting into the habit of writing these bits down and funny things that happen to you and yeah and you do post a little bit on your stories sometimes you're very funny on your stories but i love talking to the camera i can't tell you how much i love it I love it. I don't know what it is, and that's how I'm like. Maybe if I go on stage, maybe I'll be like, "This is the most comfortable I've ever felt." You mean? <laughs> yeah, because um, people even Ian was saying he hates when a room is staring back at me. I'm like, I honestly can't think. Yeah, of I hate that better. too. Really? Don't, don't get me wrong. If I was to present something that I didn't know much about and it's yeah. quite a serious thing, I would not like that. But if it was me, if there was like a room full of people right now and I was just talking, I would be like. Fucking yes. Really? Yeah. That is my nightmare. I love attention. Fair. That it does sound like you're made for the stage, hen. I'm made for the fucking stage. (laughs) (laughs) But do you know it's so annoying? I never learned drama in school. And not that you have to learn drama, but I've just got I did and I don't want to be on stage. So it doesn't matter. So (laughs) right, maybe this summer I will Put, put some material together mm-hmm. and I, just my dream is to honestly go to a very amateur um, open mic and just do five minutes and just see how it goes and honestly I don't even have to I just want to be talking <laughs> you well, know what I mean I've actually got a surprise for you oh my god is is a whole crowd going to come in walk in right now no I've got you a slot in the <laughs> oh my god yeah See that? So, can I tell you the cons of doing comedy? Uh-huh. 
You've got to fucking do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was talking to this comic on um, Instagram. It, oh my God, I did this shameless thing. I feel like it was maybe a bit conscious. Yeah. I would fire into comics without mm-hmm. knowing it, but being like, maybe I could piggyback off their success. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so shameless, and I don't know if they could see through it. And probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and probably. Oh, I'd be like asking them like all this stuff about being a comedian. Funny. They must have been like, oh, she's like really interested in me, but I'm like, no, nah, I just want to piggyback off your success. <laughs> I can be your yeah. before act. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I can be the opening act. Honestly, I was thinking that I could be these guys' opening act. That's so funny. I do have to say, though, the hard work, oh, once again, back to Michael, Michael, but when I lived with Kitty and Michael, and it over August and Michael did the fringe he worked every single day nine to five and then would get the train into town every single night and do a show and for a whole month and the first year he did it it was between like four guys four of them all together Mm -hmm. so it was like 15 minutes each which is like manageable yeah but he also was be drinking and Mm -hmm. going out and like it's yeah. yeah and it obviously hard not to get wrapped up in that as yeah, well and then yeah. you've got work the next day nah. but see that's what's uh, not appealing to me but it's not that like I want to be like Michael's level doing like the mm. French I really want to do that I just want to see it as a wee hobby yeah no you know? I think that's and great it's not really like the success and like being like I don't know being the best at this craft and all it's just wanting to just be on stage and people looking at me and yeah. making them laugh like, that's literally it mm-hmm. so cut to me being pure I'm doing the fringe <laughs> <laughs> you never know you never you might do it and be like fuck graphic design oh could you imagine <laughs> this is my that would life. be so mental and do you know another thing is that I what if I look back when I'm older and I'm like why didn't you fucking do that yeah I mean you can do it at any age yeah which is oh yeah yeah totally but also yeah totally you don't want to regret it and then I'm like oh am I actually a shite bag because I'm stopping myself from doing it because I'm like just the nerves of talking in front of people but I was actually talking to another um, (laughs) comedian from Glasgow Big Four and uh, he was saying that the easiest part of stand-up is being on stage and talking in front of people it's actually like the material mm. side and say the crowd work and hecklers crowd all... work looks solid Fuck. sorry but, but you've some... always got got like your okay go on we'll do this we'll do God. you're the comic i'm a person oh, I'm in the comic, audience you got to do the, the guest work hello i'm kirsten what's your name where you're from what you're on name's Gemma. Gemma? And uh, I'm a uh, hair consultant. A hair consultant? Yeah. What does a hair consultant do? Um, Gemma. I just consult people on what they should do with their hair. What's not a job? It's not a job. It's not a job. It's not a job. You're lying to me. It's the first thing that came into my head. I know. What the fuck's a hair consultant? I don't know. I'll do another one. Yeah, I can't be on stage. I, I, should, I should have said that. I was like, that's a cool job. <laughs> Let's do it again. One more time. All right. What's your name? Where are you from? What are you on? Let me hear you scream. <laughs> Woo! Louder. Woo! Louder. Woo! Are you getting pumped? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I work as a receptionist. Receptionist? Yeah. Do you wear glasses when you're Sometimes. being a receptionist? How'd you get on with your boss? Um, he's okay. <laughs> I love the voice you're doing on. But this is I like the they give you fuck off. Oh, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to... Because they're weirdly more nervous than you. Yeah, nobody wants but to get picked see, out. But see, the thing is, right, um, obviously that's... Everything looks very off the cuff, but mm-hmm. they're actually not. Like, you'll have comebacks to those clients. Yeah. people. Comics are actually really... Uh, what's the word? Uh, it's all very thought out. Sure. Most of them, at least, there are people that are like just. I just think you can't have an answer for every job because the point is there'll be categories like boring job. Yeah. Because like, I just think like I, I saw a comic going, asked your job, not your hobby, which was really funny. That's because she said she was an interior designer, which <laughs> I thought was a belter. So just coming, you yeah. can do that for quite a few jobs. Yeah, that's you know? true. So yeah, you can just apply the same like thing. That in the tank. What was my act? What was my act going to be? What was it again? Not tell. for the faint-hearted or something. That's so gimpy. You could work with it. Yeah, I, I do really want to do it because I do think I'd be good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but not in like a big scale. Genuinely, as a hobby, you could build up some material and just do some open mic and then if you wanted to continue it as a hobby just do like a wee Thursday night somewhere or something <laughs> yeah, like that just a wee Thursday just night somewhere. Thursday yeah, night because I think the way you get better at it um, and it's unavoidable is being on stage yeah, like Michael yeah, yeah. every single fucking night yeah, yeah. And I just don't want to do that yeah that's fair. or maybe I would some people say it's really addictive mm-hmm. so yeah that rush yeah, oh adrenaline. God, yeah, apparently the rush of, in quotations, killing is, like, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I would be, get the wet floor oh, signs out because I mean, there's a flood. There'll be plenty for the white band. Oh, <laughs> oh I. And think how much, I was about to say, think how much fanny I'd get. <laughs> but we'll see what praying, happens. Praying for the comedy career, I think I would be good at it. Um, it's just for hair patter. Yeah. Yeah, which it makes it sound so easy. And I'm just talking about five minutes. I'm not talking about fucking like an, an hour. hour. Yeah. How can people do that? Yeah. An hour. I know. Remembering all your punchlines. Because we've been... We're now recording. We're up to two hours. Yeah. Fuck. But that's two people having yeah. a conversation. Yeah. You're just talking to yourself on a stage in front of Insane. people. Insane. Yeah. I have so much respect for comics. Me too. So much I respect. I think it's such a a dominant cool I'm like oh my god you're you're like rock star material to me like yeah. how can you do that mm-hmm. that's so cool mm-hmm. so yeah watch this space watch this space I really want to try some stuff on my stories and I know that's not the best way to digest comedy but it's a start point no everything's a starting point you're just starting off in bits yeah. and building up and then you're going to get to the point where you're like fuck it yeah, I can do this yeah. you got to work up to it that's fine totally start a fucking totally start a a comedy page. <laughs> <laughs> Another Instagram coming to you. Another Instagram to add to the basket. A channel near you. Our TikToker son. You, oh no, I'm staying off the TikTok. Aye, that's that fair. That TikTok is uh, going to do your so brain. Mad. Yeah, it does actually rot it's my brain. It's my brain, but I love yeah, it. Because I, so. I am so into like tragedies and all that kind of stuff. And then all my algorithm will be just like oh that's very true. Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh-huh. you'll get fucked over by the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, apart from that, is a downside. But apart from that, 
TikTok has the best algorithm, like as far as giving you what you like. Well, it's very sensitive to what you like, so it'll. Yeah. If you start watching one video, I'm traffic. There's. Mine were all plane crashes. Oh, God. It, ta- it does take a little while. Like, if you start an account, it takes a little while for it to gauge your algorithm, mm. like what you like and what you're into. But then when you get to that sweet spot, mm. which I've got on my personal mm-hmm. TikTok, um, every single video I can pretty much guarantee I want to watch. Every single one. Do you know is an interest what I find interesting as well? It kind of keeps you like at the same. I don't know how to phrase this. That it makes you just more of a more of the same person. What do you mean? As in, say you're a person that's interested in horses. Yeah. You're always just going to be interested in horses. I but people like what they like. Yeah, absolutely. But do you know what I mean? Rather than being like, oh, I've come across. Well, I dis- cows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of disagree because. Don't disagree with me on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Because your for you page feeds you things from your algorithm it thinks you want mm. to see, so it is giving you new shit. Right. Okay. It's giving you stuff that you're like, oh. I That's interesting. Yeah, I want to know more yeah. about that. Oh. So I find it as right. far as TikTok well, sympathizer. I am a TikTok insider. <laughs> I fucking it's my favorite platform, yeah. hands down. And it's would you have sex with TikTok? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you think each of the platforms would be like in bed? All oh, right. Okay. Okay. Facebook. Facebook would be a dud. Facebook would be an older man who is... Couldn't get it up anymore. Couldn't get it up. <laughs> um, Taking the Viagra. But not even... It would just be like, narrowly up and then down. Narrowly up and down. <laughs> there would be like, the air of... Um, like, banana loaf in the air. I feel like a lot of banana loaf goes on in Facebook. A lot of banana loaf. A lot of outrage. A lot of the guy would be raging that he couldn't mm. get his heart on. Um, <laughs> Instagram. Millennial. Age. Millennial. So I would say about 28. Bit like, bit spice boyish. Spice I think. boy. Yeah. yeah. Be a total spice what boy. What job would he have? Oh, I'm thinking possibly drug dealer. <laughs> possibly drug dealer, but pretends he's an entrepreneur. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very like Would he Andrew be good Tate. in bed? Would, would, um, uh, no. would Instagram be good in bed? I, I guess maybe I'm thinking more of spice boys. Mm. Um. <laughs> I think Instagram could, and I've never used this phrase before, throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> pull it out the bag. Yeah, pull it out the bag. Okay, I fair. Think, I think I would want to sleep with Instagram. Yeah, I'd probably... Am I joking? I'd write all night long like I do on my phone. Yeah. Yep. Um, Scroll all night, Twitter. write all night. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. I mean, Twitter, I don't think we would cross paths. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Twitter. Oh my Twitter's... God, I know who Twitter is. Okay. So we know. Oh God. Who? Oh god! Yeah, so that, out. that is who Twitter is. God. Like um, the guy that you uh, shouldn't, like, is bad for you, but is great in other ways. I would, I would see Twitter as a very wealthy, oh really, like uh, arrogant, mm, definitely arrogant, yeah. That like, or maybe that's LinkedIn. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn to me is LinkedIn more is like, a businessman. It's more virgin on sugar daddy energy, but not quite. You think? And would be like you have to scream out your credentials. 
wants you to sign a contract. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It needs to all be like, what's it called? Is it an NDA? Yeah. Yeah. That would be and at then the what? start. TikToks like the TikTok twenty-two would year be, old. Oh yeah, the rampant rabbit. Yeah, the <laughs> guilty little. What is it again? The guilty pleasure would be TikTok yeah. for me. Or I was gonna say okay, too much porn and. Oh really? Like is porn on TikTok? No, there's is no porn. porn no, there's no. They're very strict. Right. Um, as far as I'm aware, with guidelines. I've had videos go through community guidelines for showing alcohol. I've I've got it really? approved. Like I've got oh. it. Like I've appealed it. And Is got that it to approved. do with advertisement of like no? It's to promoting drinking. Gen Z don't really like drinking. No, exactly. Tumblr. I would fancy Tumblr. Tumblr would be like the hot emo oh, yeah. skater boy. But it doesn't. Yeah. Oh God! Don't even start. Don't <laughs> even start me. I'm trying to think who would be, who who would get you pregnant. Mm. I think Instagram. Yeah, Instagram would get you pregnant. <laughs> Shall we be done? Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap up. Like, we need to leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Oh 10 my god, 10. we need to leave in 10 uh, minutes. Thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> if you made it this far. If you made it this then far. What? You need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much if you have. And I hope that there was some advice in there somewhere. You are an aspiring graphic designer or struggle with anxiety or any of these things. Hopefully it was some sort of use for you. Yeah, please message me if you are struggling with panic stuff or anything like that. Mm -hmm. For graphic design, look somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And that's for your own goods. (laughs) Put the links to Kirsty's profile and, and other things that we've mentioned in this podcast in the description below but thank you so much hell yeah bye 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 (laughs) (laughs) how long was that Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Don't Panic podcast. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Also be sure to check out the description for quick links to connect with our amazing guests, show them some love, give them a follow and explore their work. Once again, thank you so much. Your support means the world. And until next week, don't panic. We'll see you again.